0: Welcome to the Body Mind Soul Project Podcast. My name is Yuramaya Durrani and I invite you to join me on a journey of personal improvement. Every Monday we discuss topics such as health and fitness, personal achievement, goal setting and spirituality. I want to thank you for joining in and I'd like you to buckle up because here we go. Alright guys, welcome to the Body Mind Soul Project. This episode is a very important episode. It's episode two of the Philosophy of Achievement series that I'm doing. This is probably gonna be about a 15 or 16 episode series that is gonna be me basically sharing all the best ideas I've ever accumulated Over the course of reading hundreds and hundreds of books uh, about personal achievement discipline psychology listening to dozens and dozens of audio programs i want to take some of the best ideas that i've ever gotten and i want to synthesize it into this philosophy of achievement and today's episode is episode two and this episode is all about desire so if you guys know a little bit about my story you guys know that i grew up in a in an environment of scarcity at a certain point in my life my parents were having some issues at the time where their sort of income dried up. What happened is in the late 80s, interest rates went up to 18, 19 percent over here in Canada. My parents were having issues with their relationship, mainly to do with the financial strain. And I was witnessing this firsthand and I literally witnessed my parents relationship fall apart right in front of me. They ended up divorcing after. And I know that it was because of many reasons, but I know that financial strain played a very large part in that as well. So I wanted more than anything else. By the time I was 11 or 12, I knew that I wanted to be well-off financially. I wanted to make sure that I was never in an environment of scarcity like that, where I was ever worried about where my next paycheck was going to be coming from. And I didn't want to ever experience the type of strain that I saw my parents experiencing. As soon as I graduated, I didn't go to university or college. I don't have a university or a college degree. I went and did a couple of classes in university, but I stopped going to university when I realized that at the age of 20, 21, I was already making more money than what my professors Uh, that were teaching me the course we're making now money wasn't everything but in order for me to go to school i had to not only pay for the classes but it was costing me a lot of money not being at work and the amount of money that it was costing me not being at work i felt i felt like it wasn't a fair trade off. And the opportunity cost to actually go to school was more than the value that I was getting out of it. That's how I looked at it at the time. I got into sales right away, started doing very well. By the time I was 20, 21, I was already making a six-figure income. That was 20 years ago. Making $100,000 a year 20 years ago was really good money for a 20-year-old kid. But I wasn't ready for that kind of money. My idea of myself, the image that I had of myself I wasn't prepared to earn that kind of money. I didn't really believe that I deserved it. And so I found ridiculous ways to lose the money. I would gamble the money away. I would uh, party like crazy. I would go on binges and I would do ridiculous things to get rid of the money. So I wasn't able to move forward in my goals. To tell you the truth, even though I was making a lot of money, I was living paycheck to paycheck because by the time my next paycheck came, I'd already found a way to spend all the previous money that I had. I didn't have very much overhead. And so I was going two steps forward and and then coming back two steps. I wasn't able to really achieve what my goal was, which was to be financially free. Now, during this period of time, I started trying to begin a couple of businesses. So there was a few different businesses that I started at the time. None of them were successful. The reason why is because at the first sign of any sort of obstacle or the first sign of any sort of stress in the business, I would give up. And I realized that part of the reason why I wasn't able to get ahead, I felt like I was running on a treadmill, is because I wasn't crystal clear about what it is that I wanted exactly. And getting into personal development is what made me realize that this is what the problem was. I started listening to Brian Tracy. Anybody that's listened to Brian Tracy knows how laser focused he is on setting goals and being very clear about what it is that you want. So then I started thinking about what it is that I wanted and I started to become more and more clear about it. I started putting uh, dollar figures exactly on goals that I had set for myself. How much money do I want to earn by this time? How much money do I want to have saved by this time? When do I want to be out of debt by? How much assets in real estate do I want to own? And so I really started putting these things down on paper. I started writing my goals out every day. This is something that I've mentioned before in the podcast. It was a huge game changer for me. My life changed when I started writing my goals out every day. Because every day I went out into the world with a purpose because of the fact that I was writing my goals out every single day. I had this laser like focus and the type of clarity that most people don't have. That's when I started to actually get ahead. That wasn't the only thing that I did. I started repeating to myself out loud what I wanted. I read in a book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which I'm going to get into later on in this podcast. I started reading that book and in that book, he had like a formula where he wanted you to write out your goal in like a statement. And then he wanted you to read that out loud to yourself. And to this day on my phone, I have that statement written out. And in the mornings and in the evenings, I read that statement out to myself. I look at myself in the mirror and I read that statement out. And then not only that, I actually recorded myself reading that statement out, and if I'm ever too lazy to actually read the statement while looking in the mirror, I play the recording of myself. So I decided to basically go all in, and I decided that, listen, if this is, the book that I read told me, listen, if you do this, then this and this will happen. Your goals will get achieved. So I wanted my goals so bad, because I had become crystal clear about them that I was willing to do whatever it took, even if it meant doing something stupid, like standing in front of a mirror and reading the goal out loud to myself. The moment that I started doing this, almost miraculously, things started going in my direction. I was able to break out of the lull that I was in, and I was able to start becoming very successful in some of the businesses that I started launching at that point. I started making hundreds of thousands of dollars, and to tell you the truth, I'm financially independent now. This year I became financially independent, which was the ultimate goal that I set for myself. This is what I was reading out loud to myself, the fact that I wanted to be financially independent. And through the course of all of this goal setting and everything, what I really realized that it wasn't, I realized that it wasn't really about the money all of this time. What it really was about was the time. The reason why money was important to me is because first of all, I didn't want scarcity. I was able to get out of that immediately. Within a couple of years, I was not living in an environment of scarcity to do with money. But the longer I went about earning money, the more I realized that I was tired of trading my time for money. And I wanted to trade money for money instead because I wanted to spend my time with my family and I wanted to spend my time on my personal development. And that's why I think that having a goal of Becoming financially independent is one of the most noble goals out there because I truly believe that we cannot become fully actualized human beings in this life until we have disassociated our time from our money. We need to be in a position where we don't need to go to work anymore to make money. And then we can spend all of our time on what's important, which is our personal development, becoming the best version of ourselves that we possibly can, and spending that time with our family. Because the truth is, true happiness comes from the relationships that we have in this life. So, that was a very long-winded introduction, but uh, this episode of the podcast is about how desire is the first step to greatness. I really hope that you guys enjoy this, and here we go. We're just gonna take a little bit of a break, and then I'm gonna get into it right away, guys. Thank you so much. guys, here we go. So what we need is a burning desire. If we want to achieve anything that we've never achieved before or something that is ambitious or something that is a lofty goal of some kind, we're going to come across obstacles if we try and achieve it. If we want to do something great, it's inevitable that life is going to throw us a curveball and we're going to be confronted with some sort of an obstacle. And that obstacle is going to be difficult for us to overcome. And when we come across that difficulty and this obstacle that we're having a hard time overcoming, you know what we're gonna start thinking about? We're gonna start thinking about quitting. That's natural human behavior because we wanna move away from pain and when we see this obstacle and we try and overcome it the first time and it doesn't work, all of a sudden that obstacle signifies pain to us. And our psychology is designed to move away from pain. So the only way that we're gonna be able to achieve our goals is if we're willing to go through that obstacle. The obstacle is the way. And the only way that we're gonna be able to go through that obstacle is if we have an absolute burning desire to achieve our goal. We have a desire because like I said, we're either moving away from pain or we're moving towards pleasure. That's how our psychology is designed. So we need a burning desire and that desire needs to be to achieve this goal. And that burning desire is gonna give us so much pleasure at the thought of achieving that goal, that when the obstacle and that some difficulty is in front of us, right away we're gonna find the motivation to overcome that difficulty because we just want it so bad. And we're attaching so much pleasure to actually achieving the goal. This is how we need to hardwire our brains and rewire ourselves to be able to take action and to achieve our goals. Otherwise, what's going to happen is when these obstacles are going to come, we're going to want to quit. And believe me, the reason I'm saying this is because I'm talking from personal experience. I've tried many different things in, in the past. Most of them were not successful. Every single one of them taught me something. But what I realized from the time that I actually was successful is that the difference was is that I just wanted it so bad that I was willing to do whatever it took to make it happen. And so. Here's why these obstacles come to us. The truth is that sometimes when we set a lofty goal, we haven't actually become the type of person that is capable of achieving that goal. Say for example, I want to become the subway mogul of the Lower Mainland, this area that I live over here in Canada. So so this is just a random sort of goal that I'm coming up with. Say that I wanna be the guy who owns so many Subways, Subway franchises, that I'm the Subway mogul and I'm a multi billionaire from these franchising businesses owning these Subways. This is my goal. And I start doing this goal and then all of a sudden, I'm gonna start to see resistance. The reason I'm gonna start to see resistance is because I don't know anything about running a Subway franchise. I don't know the first thing about it. So of course, resistance has to come my way because obstacles are nature's way of forging our character and basically teaching us the skills and the habits that are going to turn us into the person that is capable of achieving these goals. You know, so whenever you're confronted with difficulty on the path to achieving your goal, just remember that, listen, the obstacle is the way and the reason why life has put this obstacle in my way is because there's a lesson here and there's something over here that I need to learn for me to become the person that is capable of achieving this goal. Because success is something that you achieve because of the person that you become. Success is something that you attract because of the person that you've become. So if you want to be successful, first you have to be a type of person. and. Like I said, these obstacles are nature's way of turning us into that person. Grant Cardone, he wrote a book called Be Obsessed or Be Average. And the truth is you have to have a burning desire in the sense that you have to want your goal so bad that it literally becomes the obsession of your life. It doesn't have to remain the obsession of your life for your whole entire life but it needs to be the obsession of your life during that period of time. Say for example, you're trying to lose weight or something like that, maybe for the next 30 days, this becomes the obsession of your life. It becomes more important than anything else in your life. And if you make it the obsession of your life to, whatever, change your diet or start working out or to intermittent fast, and you continue doing that for 30 days, then it's gonna become a habit. Once it becomes a habit, it doesn't need to be in the obsession of your life anymore. Okay, then it's just going to automatically happen. But until it gets to that point, be obsessed or be average. Napoleon Hill, that I'm also going to reference later on in this podcast one more time, in his book, Think and Grow Rich, which is a must read for everybody that wants to achieve any sort of greatness. He wrote that your goal needs to be The consuming obsession of your life so napoleon hill also concurs with grant cardone that we need to have a burning desire that's the only way that we're going to be able to hit our goals out of the park and overcome these obstacles when they come to us so i'm just going to take a bit of a break and then we're going to get into the next segment which is basically how to turn wishes into burning desires bear with me guys go guys let's do this so how are we going to turn our wishes or our goals or whatever it is that we want into burning desires because a burning desire is what it needs to be for it to get done if it's not a burning desire at the first sign of difficulty we may give up on it we need to want it really bad How do we get good at learning to want things really bad? Turning wishes into burning desires. So initially my goal was only a wish, right? My goal was this abstract goal that, oh, I want to make a lot of money. It had no details. I wasn't crystal clear about how much money I wanted. And it also had no deadline. So if it is a goal that has no deadline and no details, then it's not a goal, it's a wish. So the first step is we gotta turn a wish into a goal. And we do that by giving it a deadline, and we do that by adding details to it. So I kept thinking about it for years. For years, I knew that I had this abstract goal. I wanted to make a lot of money. I didn't know exactly what that meant, but I kept thinking about it. I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. It started as a wish, but the more I started thinking about it, the clearer and clearer I became and then at a certain point after i got into personal development and i realized how important goal setting was that's when i decided that i was going to get 100 percent clear about exactly what it is that i wanted exactly how much money i wanted to make per year exactly when i wanted to start making that money by exactly how much money i wanted in my bank account exactly when i wanted my debts paid off by etc and then once i started doing that because i had become very clear then it started to become a burning desire. Because I started writing my goals out every single day. So every single day I would wake up and I would write my goals out and I would know that I am this person. If you guys have ever watched the uh, movie Memento, it, you know it's basically about a guy who every morning when he wakes up, forgets his whole entire life. So what he's basically done is he's written little notes to himself that he's posted all over his house. So that when he wakes up, he remembers where he is in his life. That movie is an exaggerated version of what our lives are like. Every single morning, we have to tell ourselves, we have to tell our conscious and our subconscious mind what it is that we want. And if we keep doing that, if we keep telling ourselves exactly what it is that we want, when we want to buy, and what it is exactly, then it starts to become a burning desire. It starts to become our life's obsession. And the moment it becomes our life's obsession, that's when it starts rushing towards you quicker than you can even imagine and miraculous things happen and goals get achieved. So what I had to do is I had to burn all of my bridges. I had to decide that I was going to achieve this goal no matter what happens and no matter what it took. Like I said, I started doing ridiculous things, like some people call ridiculous, like staring at myself in the mirror in the bathroom every morning and reading my goals out loud to myself. It would start off with something like this. I know that I have the ability to achieve all that I undertake. I know that in order to achieve my goals, I have to believe in this and have a burning desire. And I would, I, I had this whole entire, it would take me like 90 seconds to read it out. And I would read that in the morning. I would read that in the evening. I would write my goals. And then during the day when, you know, in order to achieve my goals, there was a little bit of an obstacle that would come up. Maybe I got to pick up the phone and and make a few prospecting calls or whatever it was. I would have the desire and the motivation to be able to do that because I decided that this is what I want, that I was willing to do whatever it took, even if it meant picking up the phone and booking some appointments with some clients or something. So that's when it became a reality for me. There's a very famous story about a warrior who was like a commander of a force of uh, soldiers. And this was hundreds of years ago. And these guys had come to America and they they were supposed to be invading some sort of a Aztec tribe or something in South America. And the thing was that the tribe that they were gonna be invading or the force that they were supposed to defeat was twice the size of their force. But this commander had received a order that their job was to annihilate this force that was twice the size. And he knew, you know, that all of his soldiers were thinking, how are we ever gonna do this? And is this a good idea? Maybe we should just turn tail and head home. So what he did is he ordered his soldiers to burn all of their boats and all of their ships. And as they stood there on the beach and looked across at their ship burning, knowing that they had burnt all of their bridges, that there was no way of going home, that the only way was to win or perish. Then he turned to them and he said, listen, either we win or we perish, folks. There's no other option. And once he had put them and himself in a position where the only option was victory, that's when they were able to actually do it and they were able to actually annihilate that force. So our life is like that. We have to burn all of our bridges sometimes. We have to put ourselves in a position where victory is the only option. And if we're able to get ourselves to that position where victory is the only option, then victory becomes the option that ends up happening. So we're just going to take a quick break, and now I'm going to get into a six-step method for how to transmute a desire into achievement of a lofty goal. And this is Napoleon Hill's method, and I'm going to teach it to you, and this is the real meat of this podcast, so please stay tuned for that, guys, after this short break. the best part guys this is the real reason why i recorded this podcast this is the real information that i want to get out to you and basically what this is, is a formula this is napoleon hill's method for transmuting desire into goal achievement. This is a secret that he learned from Andrew Carnegie, who at the time was the richest man in the world, and told him that this is how he was able to do it. And through the course of interviewing hundreds and hundreds of people, other people also acknowledged to Napoleon Hill that the the way that they were able to achieve their goals was all through, through a very similar method as to the one that I'm about to give you guys. So here we go. I hope you guys are taking notes because These are the six steps that you have to do in order for you to start transmuting desire into goal achievement. Number one, you gotta know exactly what you want. Details matter. The clearer you are about knowing exactly what it is that you want, the more likely you are to actually achieve the goal. So that's the first step. Decide what it is that you want. How much money do you want? How much weight do you want to lose? How much money do you want to have in your bank account? Which parts of the world do you want to travel in? Whatever it is, know exactly what you want. Specifics are important. Number two, determine what you will need to give to get this. In our life, most of our time is already spoken for. So if we're gonna be adding something and that thing that we're gonna be adding is gonna be our life's obsession. That means that we're probably gonna to have to sacrifice other things. So, what is it that you're willing to give up to get this, right? How much time are you prepared to devote towards this goal, right? Are you gonna stop watching television, whatever it is? Are you gonna stop watching Netflix, right? Are you gonna stop eating something? Whatever it is that you have to do, determine what it is that you're willing to give up that you need to give in order to get this right that's number two number three establish a date by which you're going to achieve your goal so like i said if the goal doesn't have a deadline it's not a goal it's merely a wish the moment you take a wish and you add a deadline to it it ends up becoming a goal so establish a date i want to lose 10 pounds by december 31st for example Or, I want to earn a quarter million dollars by December 31st of 2021. Whatever it is that your goal is, attach a date to it. Number four, create a plan of action and begin at once to set it in motion. So when I say create a plan of action, you don't necessarily need to reinvent the wheel. The best way to do this is to find somebody that's already achieved the goal that you wanna achieve and model them. You don't have to copy them, just model them. If you wanna lose 20 pounds, find somebody that lost 20 pounds and do what they did. If you wanna earn a million dollars, find somebody that earned a million dollars and do what they did. And so that's gonna give you a plan of action. Once you get that plan of action, begin immediately. Begin immediately. Even take action on it immediately so that you start to create men- momentum. Even if that means putting something on your calendar for next week. Then, you know what, next week I've blocked off time and I'm gonna start working on my goal. Take action immediately. Number five, write a statement of what your goal is and when you will achieve it and what you're willing to do. So everything that you've just done, knowing what you want, determining what you have to give, establishing a date by which you're gonna achieve it, and then creating a plan of action, what you're going to do is you're gonna write that all out on a piece of paper. And then you're going to basically write it all out so that it's written. And then part six is you're gonna read this statement out loud twice daily. So you're gonna read it once in the morning, right? Look at yourself in the mirror, look at yourself in the eye and read it to yourself. Read it in the morning and read it in the evening. And as you read it, feel as though you are already in possession of the goal. That feeling is absolutely critical because our subconscious mind, it can't differentiate between real experiences and imagined experiences. And sometimes what's holding us back is like I said, we don't believe that we can actually do it. But if we start imagining ourselves like we've already achieved it, then that's going to make it so that we start to get belief that we can actually do it. And belief is critical. You know, a man who truly believes that he can do something is a man that you gotta watch out for, because that man is a dangerous man. He's gonna be able to get it done, chances are. So that was the six steps right there. I'm gonna go over it one more time. Number one, know exactly what you want. Number two, determine what you will need to give to get this. Number three, establish a date that you will achieve your goal. Number four, create a plan of action and begin at once to set it in motion. Number five, write a statement of what your goal is when you will achieve it and what you're willing to do. And then number six, read this statement out loud to yourself twice daily. And as you read it, feel as though you are already in possession of it. This is the secret. This is the what's called the Carnegie secret. And it has worked for hundreds, you know, if not thousands of people in the past. And it'll work for you if you work it. So we're just gonna take a short break And then I'm just going to conclude this podcast with a few words at the end. I want to thank you guys for listening in so far and just hang tight. so much guys so we're just going to end this episode with just a couple of final thoughts that I want to give you guys. Belief is the key guys. I touched on it at the end of the last segment over there but that's what it really comes down to. Henry Ford once said that whether you believe a thing is possible or you don't you're right either way and that's really what it comes down to. So much of what holds us back is limiting beliefs that we've created over the life that we've been living we've been accumulating these limited beliefs they could be oh it's too hard oh, I'm not smart enough oh, I don't have the education or oh, I don't have the time but the truth is if somebody was putting a gun to your head and forcing you to do it you would be able to do it and if that's the case that means that it's a limiting belief that's holding you back and in order for us to be able to accomplish our goals then we need to be convinced that we are capable of doing it. And one of the ways that this can be done is by constantly visualizing yourself having achieved it already. In part six of that formula, you read it out loud to yourself, that statement, and then you imagine the feeling that you would have if you had already achieved it. And then you start walking around through the course of your day believing that you've already achieved the goal. Because let me tell you something, if you can believe with 100% certainty that you have achieved your goal, then you basically have achieved your goal because you are gonna be able to do it. One of the best ways of doing this is to visualize, like I said, use your imagination. This is actually quite fun. This is something that I do naturally because I guess it's become a habit for me. But when I have a goal, I keep picturing myself achieving that goal over and over again. I picture what my life is gonna be like, I picture how I'm gonna feel, I picture how amazing it's going to be. And the reason why this is powerful is because, like I said, the subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between imagined experiences and real experiences. So when we have these imagined experiences where we've already achieved our goal, it tells our subconscious mind that we are the type of person that is capable of achieving that goal. And what does that do for us? It makes us believe. It makes us believe. It raises raises the thermometer. There was a study that was done about salespeople that they would find a, a comfort zone. And if they were to have a really good day or really good first couple weeks at the beginning of the month, and they were to start to get above that comfort zone that above that level that they're used of money that they're used to making they would start doing things where they would be a little bit lazier and they would bring themselves down so that by the end of the month they're still at that level and the opposite was also true if they fell below that level because the first couple of weeks were really slow then they would start scrambling and doing you know extra work and doing all this kind of behavior that would bring them back into that comfort zone because they have this inner thermometer and if we want our life to be different, then we have to raise our standards. We have to raise this inner thermometer. And the way to do that is to change our image of ourselves. And we can change the image of ourselves by constantly visualizing ourselves and seeing ourselves as the type of person that is capable of achieving these lofty goals that we've set for ourselves. And if you're interested in uh, knowing more about this concept, there's a book by Dr. Maxwell Maltz called Uh, Psycho-Cybernetics and the story of Maxwell Maltz is that he was a doctor who was a plastic surgeon and he was one of the most successful plastic surgeons in California. What he noticed is that clients would come to him and they would ask him to do plastic surgery on their face because they weren't happy with with the way that they looked. And he would do a nose job or whatever it is. And then after a little while, they would come back to him and they would want To have something changed again because they still weren't happy with the way that they looked even after he had changed the way that they looked to what they wanted and so what he realized is that they had an inner image of themselves and although he was able to change the outer image of them the inner image hadn't changed and that's why they kept coming back to him james allen said that perhaps the greatest discovery of the 20th century is that we can change our outer lives by changing our inner lives. So we've gotta change our image of ourselves and become the person that's capable of achieving these goals and believe that we can achieve these goals, then they will get achieved. So last but not least, remember guys, be obsessed or be average, go all in. Have a burning desire, Be make it your life's obsession and I promise you, you will be able to achieve it. This is your Maya Rani signing out. I want to thank you guys so much for joining in. I had a lot of fun preparing this for you. God bless you all and see you next Monday for the next episode of the Body, Mind, Soul Project podcast. Take care. All right. Well, that concludes the episode of the Body, Mind, Soul Project podcast for today. I want to thank you guys all for joining in. God bless you. And I invite you to join me again next Monday when I release another podcast. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.